Hey, TBB, this Eric Deshaun Barrett for this day four of month one, 2023. It's so good to be with you on behalf of the platform which you've chosen to consume this. Notice I say I put emphasis on consume. I don't want you to think that that it was taken lightly. No, no, no. We don't want to just pass by it like it was just some some freak accident. No, you're actually choosing to consume this piece of business. And for that, we are grateful. We thank you, as I said, on behalf of the platform, which you've chosen to do so and ask you to uh, do whatever is necessary. To make sure you get these pieces of business. I know, you know, we are in a society where we don't like to, we don't want nobody to tell us nothing. I get it. But if you can, just just for this one moment, um, let somebody tell you something. Just, just for this one moment. What that will do is, like I said, make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they are released to the internet. And it's, it's, it's kind of, um, I don't want to say poetic, but it's, it's I, I like to so let me let me tell you what I was thinking about. There's two things on my brain that led to this train of thought. Number one, uh, I post these things. I think I posted the Tuesday podcast. I think I did. I think it was Tuesday. Today's Thursday, so it might have been Tuesday. And I didn't put it on the internet. I didn't. I, well, it is on the internet, but I didn't put it on socials. That's what I was trying to say. It wasn't on Twitter. I'm still trying to figure out. Excuse me. That's X. My bad. Sorry, Elon. Uh, I didn't put it on Instagram. And and so if you, if you are relying on seeing this pop up in your feed on one of those sites, then some days I just may not get it there. So that's the, that's the importance of making sure you're doing whatever is necessary to get these pieces of business each and every time they're released to the Internet. The second thing that that um, popped up was the reason why I didn't post it is because I. Um, so I was having this conversation with somebody. I want to put this right here at the beginning because it, it sets up for where my, my thought process was as we do these things. Um, and it was with an educator. And we were talking about the issues and dramas and so forth that go on within the school system and what's happening, you know, up in there and all that good stuff. And there, uh, the person said, well, we want this for the school. We want that for the school. And the moral of the story is I went, you know, nobody cares about that, right? And they're like, well, that's what we want. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll just sit outside and wait for the kids to drop out. Or if they stay in there, they'll just twiddle their thumbs until the the uh, release bell rings. And then we'll go do something fun. We'll go learn something else after they are released from their 180 days of torture and solitary confinement it's not technically solitary confinement unless you choose to uh, force yourself into a pit of solitude then you know there is what it is the moral of the story is that creating a place where you can come and somewhat release be amongst people who are releasing themselves their emotions that, that that share that that can in some cases uh, support and embolden your confirmation bias. This is how you feel. Sometimes it's good. I know you. We can't really uh, talk like you and I can have a conversation face to face. But um, sometimes, just you know, you ever open a text and saw somebody send you something and or they left you a voicemail and they just wanted you to to hear their voice let you know how they felt about you how they were feeling about the world like your your friends or your family members if you are uh one of those who have persons in the military you know they send you a letter or a um how do they send those things i don't know maybe they maybe they too send a voicemail or a voice memo or something that that's what this is it's it's a collaboration of me expressing the world through my view through my eyes and through the eyes of people that i've come in contact with more specifically or more importantly should i say because you know eric barrett is a guy who just likes a stop sign uh one of them that's all we need a traffic light you can cut that off at eight o'clock 
and we can travel on a dirt road you know i just put some uh some chains on the on the tires when the snow comes every 19 and a half years um so so i i like to to deal in what i'm hearing in the streets what the what the world is is the culture is in some cases saying and then take what the culture is saying and kind of contrapolate it by what faith and and personal convictions and so forth and so on and and the moral story is i'll be outside when the school bell rings that's the moral story all y'all gonna get out about four five o'clock you know you got high school kids in 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 that's locked up to five in some of those districts what they do is um the uh the high schoolers go to school last because well i understand it because uh, mama's got to go to work so the high schoolers get up and uh, they get you know the, the little toddlers off to to preschool and and then the other kids off to elementary school and then middle school and then after all them are done got their breakfast and their books and all that stuff and their clothes and everything then the, the high schoolers go and, and handle their business and then when the school bell rings for checkout you know mama can kind of pick up the slack on the back end you know i can understand it i'm just like dude me being in school at five o'clock mm, like when do you do after school activities like that so that because i i well technically i was in school to five o'clock but i mean i got out at two so now two to five that's an extra three hours so what is it now five to what eight I mean, but then you run into basketball games and football. I, how does that work? <sighs> anyway, I'll be outside when you get out. It's five o'clock. How about that? Meet me at the bar, the proverbial bar, right? No, mm. we don't drink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll still meet out there today on this day four of month one, four days into the new year. I hope your goals are shaping up and shipping out if they please. I hope you're getting to it to it as you as we like to do. And uh, we want to talk about some things today. If you don't mind, we're going to read uh, in our daily Bible reading. You know, we're reading the uh, the one life, excuse me, the one year Bible. Uh, this particular Bible is is curated, if you please, uh, in a form to help us pray for America. So we're going to read through that. In just a few moments, we're going to look in the Guinness Book World Records and see what's going on here. Some some awesome sauce people, places and things that we're going to look at. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ is here on the ones and twos on behalf of No Copyright Sound. We'll get to that in just a few moments and we'll just see what else is popping off. Some random thoughts and ideas and that might pop up in our head between now and uh and uh our you know concluding today hmm? shall we uh as we hope will happen as we are they in miami they're in miami this weekend against the bills the dolphins are uh-huh two is are we hoping we're hoping now you know they're going to play all their best people because Tua wants to you know he wants to be the head of the division and uh, the Bills want to be in the playoffs, so so they're going to be playing the best. The rest of these teams, like Lamar and all them, they're going to just, they don't care. They ain't got enough to play for. They're already in. But, um, so, um, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood, we hope. But that's back then, or Sunday, if you see it. We hope now that uh, we can, uh, as we say, get to it to it. That's what I was trying to get to, that I want to get to it to it. Like we hope the dolphins will get to it, to it. Yeah. Uh. So if we can, our time of reading together for this day four of month one, 2024, we find ourselves today in the book of Genesis. Well, we've been in there for some time now. Yeah. Well, for the. This part of the year, should I say? It's only four days old. Um, okay, uh, Genesis chapter eight, verses one through chapter ten, verses thirty-two. Uh, we're also doing uh, Matthew chapter four, uh, 
verses 12 through 25. We're going to do Psalms uh, chapter 4 verses 1 through 8 and then Proverbs chapter 1 verses 20 through 23. That's where our trains of thought or my train of thought, I guess we can say, is coming from on this uh it's just, uh, let's go on here what do we want to do the no let's just let's get on into this and uh, we'll do like we normally do we'll con we'll conclude with our 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 prayer you know we're praying for america that's our uh the one year uh bible we're doing by uh uh what is it uh tinsdale uh, pray for America Bible, and, and that's what that's our devotional, if you please, uh, for this year. So let's let's uh, get into this because, as I like to tell you, the Bible reading the Bible is so interesting. It is so fascinating. I, I sometimes don't understand why folks don't want to read it. I don't understand why folks just. Well, I do. I do understand. I'm not going to lie. I do understand. Um, it's, we're all products of our environment and sometimes those products, um, manipulate us to against our own interests and, uh, reading the Bible is, is everybody says, well, we should have an open mind. Reading the Bible is one of the most open minded ideas or pieces of ideas. And I mean, even the things you don't understand, you can go, Hmm. All right. Yeah. I we'll, we'll talk about a few of those things, at least one of those things. Now that I think about it, so uh, let, let's let's get into um, the first part that I want to read, verse two of chapter eight. Um, the underground waters stop flowing, and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. So here is what popped into my brain. While I was reading this, if you go back to chapter one, you hear that he separated the waters. Remember where the sky, he, he pulled the, the heavenly waters up and then he buried the earthly waters. And so now what you what I'm deducing is that this is a hard reset. He literally went back to chapter one. He's like, OK, you know what? Everything I did before Noah, I, I, this is like literally I'm going back and redoing the whole six day event. Right. But most importantly, or, or more specifically, I'm just redoing it from a perspective of uh, I'm not recreating any of the animals. I'm not recreating any of the other ideologies uh, from living forms. But I am going to reset. I call it a hard reset. Is what is what I gathered from here. So, um, after 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came came to rest on the mountain of Ararat, which you know I was curious. Where, oh where, is Ararat? Mount Ararat is 16,940 feet. The largest non-working volcano in Turkey near the Iran-Armenian borders. It is northeastern Turkey, by the way. Just to give you some context of where that is. The other thing about that is it's there. But the, 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 the Bible, this is where I get confused. Because... You have this this creature, this this ideology in, in God and our creator. And these things like the mountain of Ararat are still there, right? Where's the boat? Why why can't you just let the boat stay? I mean, don't you think people would be and this is just what this conversation I want to have with God. Like if we could just sit down and chat for a little bit, me and him. Uh, excuse me, I understand y'all listening, but you know, let me just have this moment. Um wouldn't you you want the people to believe in you. You want the people to 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 really get what what you're trying to be about, right? Well, why can't you just leave the boat there? 
you know, like you just leave it there, you know, box a cave in around it or something. Just leave it there. When don't you think people would be more okay? All right, I can get with this God thing because they go to boat. You know, now it's this gigantic argument that the atheists use to dismiss the ideology and the ideals of Christianity because it's like, oh, that's that 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 great story that Noah's that great story, and even the archaeologists and scientists will who know that Mount Ararat is there. It's it's. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I, I had jumped back to talking to you and. Now I want to go back. Um, it's confusing how I jump in and out of conversations. I'm sorry. So please bear with me. But good Jesus, um, you and your daddy, let's, why do we, just leave, where the boat? Just show the boat. Just just show some sign that we can see. Okay. Like, like I said the other day, what I said the other day that I wanted, before it's all said and done, just show me where the Garden of Eden is. I just want to see the, the, the angels and the sword just sitting there like this is the Matrix. I want to see it. You know, I, I think that'll go a long way to, I guess, making the people believe. Or maybe that's not the point. Maybe the point is that, you know, you are supposed to believe even. Okay. Maybe that's what we're doing here. So let's get something else that's fascinating here. After 150 days, exactly five months, all right, that's one part. Then, after another 40 days, so you got 150 plus 40, right? Then, from there, you have uh, seven days. Then, you have the final seven days, we're talking 207 days of this adventure. Nearly two-thirds of a modern calendar year. Noah went into this piece of business. He was 600. He was 601 when he came out of this thing. Nearly a calendar year was spent in a boat with animals and your wife. God love your wife. But you don't want to sit in there. Where you, you, look, look. Okay. Let me not pick on the wives. Girls. You don't want to stay with your husband. For no. A whole year. And y'all looking at each other's face every day. Sun up. Sun down. Sun up. Sun down. I mean. Are they banging on the boat? They can't be banging. Did, we don't hear any. Any records of any children. So what are they doing on there? What are they doing in this boat? They ain't got no. They ain't got no days of our lives. They ain't got no keeping up with the Kardashians. They ain't got no Jersey Shore. They ain't got no. Uh, 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 what's that other thing came out? Um, something about Sydney. Uh, I can't think of it. We're over there with uh, Lake and McC- I don't know. They ain't got none of them things. No reality TV. Nothing. No. No Miami potentially whooping up on the Bills. None of that. 11 months, no, excuse me, 10 months of this. Um, what else was fascinating about this? So, you, 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 you spend 10 months on this boat, nearly a calendar year. And then you come back out. Everybody's, you know, doing their thing. This is I I was trying to figure out that I want to go into this whole be fruitful and multiply thing because, you know, everybody want to say I'm a horn dog and that's all I think about. But, you know, everybody just came out and started, you know, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Oh, sorry. OK, I told you you didn't want me to go there. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there. So now we get into uh, some, well, we got to make some declarations here. We got to make some promises, some conclusions, some some covenants, if you please. Chapter, uh, uh, I believe this is going to be chapter 10 now. Is that, that, that accurate? Are we still? No, we're still in chapter, uh, we're still in chapter 8 here. Um, verse 21 uh, this is the Lord speaking. I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think or imagine is bent towards evil from childhood. 
I'm just gonna let that marinate for a little bit. And, and, and we, that does not need commentary. Now we get to chapter nine and verse five. That's where I go. Mm, all right, I'm with you. Uh, verse five. I'm gonna read the whole thing. This is the New Living Translation, by the way. I gotta keep saying that because all y'all want. I the, the Kang didn't tell. That's not in the Kang. Don't pay no attention to what that nigga said. I'm. Mm. Verse five, and I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. Anyone who murders a fellow human must die. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. Anybody else seeing the argument for capital punishment? Like whoever wrote the the legislation to make the death penalty legal you got to think you just got to think they 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 went to genesis chapter 9 verse 5 and say that right there that that that's that that's all we need in the bill run up the chain get two thirds of the congress to agree Get the president's Jan Hot. Get it. Get the president's John. Get, get it, get, what am I trying to say? I sound like Bug Bun. Uh, not it's a bug. <laughs> That's not bug. It's Porky Pig. Um, but yeah, get the president's John Hancock on it. Get it, get his autograph. Go get the president's autograph. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. When did capital punishment first start? Anyway, we need to look that up. Capital punishment. When it? When did? Who? Who was the? Who was the legis? Who was the authors of capital punishment? Uh, I, please forgive me. I should have had this already uh, put out, but you know, I, I just um, I didn't think about it. Like, like we should know who put who brought this up. Let me see. Uh, Robert Wilson. Robert Wilson is the author of numerous novels, including the company. No, that's not what I want. Um. Who invented capital punishment? The first established death penalty laws date as far back as the 18th century BC in the Code of King Hammurabi or Hammurabi of Babylon, which codified the death penalty from 25 different crimes. Okay, we, we can get into that where he got it from but i'm, I'm gonna tell you he, he read genesis chapter 9 you about you about watch what i tell you he read genesis chapter 9 verse 5 that's what he did um what else we got up in here uh we we understood where the rainbow comes from in chapter 9 verse 13 that that's always a clear sign you you ever notice that the rainbow generally comes up it appears like after this gigantic storm like like when you have hail size rain, when you have torrential a torrential downpour, like you're scared to death to drive. Almost got to pull over to the side of the road, drive 20 miles an hour on the interstate with your blinkers on. After all that happens, then poof, this rainbow pops up. You ever notice that? Well, I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you. And with all the earth, he's like, look, this this thing, you're going to see some rain. You're going to see some storms. All that good stuff's going to happen. But what you ain't finna do is at least at my hand. That's another key term that we have to understand. Climate change and sea level rise is not at God's hand. It's at our hand, human hand. Um, At my hand, the covenant was that. I will not, as he said again, never curse the ground because of the, he said, I ain't going to do it. But, you know, and so that rainbow up there is a sign. And then it, it kind of makes me think about, like, even though a lot of these actions and things that happen are reactionary acts to our doing, and yet he's still like, yeah, all right, y'all fucking up the earth, but, um, I'm a, I don't know, like, like, it's almost like he's grading on a curve. Like he, he knows that the world should have been flooded out by now, but he's like, let me, let me twist this a little bit. Let me, let me play around with these numbers. You deserve an E. 
But I'm going to play around with these numbers here. Maybe we can get a 69.5 out of this. And uh, so you can go on and graduate. Thank you, Miss Cynthia Austin. God bless your heart. Um, We got Nimrod out here. Nimrod uh, was the first heroic warrior on Earth. The greatest hunter in the world at his time. And that's where this is... Uh, where people would say this man is like Himrod or Nimrod. Now, why do I say Himrod? But like Nimrod, I never heard that because I'm a 90s baby who grew up on Bugs Bunny talking, calling you a Nimrod, which uh, for some reason, because of the Looney Tunes transition from Nimrod, meaning this great warrior to you being a dumbass, you know, which is fascinating how culture changes simple things like. A name or a word or an idea. Um, uh, is that that all in in that section? I think that's think that's about all in. Uh, yeah, that's about all in Genesis. So let's uh, head over to Matthew, Matthew chapter four, uh, verse twelve. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judah and returned to Galilee. Now hold on one second. Just 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 put the brakes on right there. Now, for those of you who do not know John, we're talking about J, uh, JTB as John the Baptist. Um, so y'all know he was out there, right? Pushing for Jesus. Like he, he was his number one cheerleader. And then what does his number one cheering get him beheaded? And where Jesus like, yeah, so they got John. He opened up, you know, his app, Apple News, one of the top stories, John JTB has been arrested. And Jesus like, all right, call an Uber. We out. And I'm sitting there like, shouldn't you, shouldn't you go help your brother? That's the first thing popped into my brain. And I, and I was sitting there like, well... Is this an idea that I'm gathering from, you know, my uh, selfishness, my uh, human um, condition to be self-centered and, and emotionally charged to think that everybody's against me? Or is this an actual train of thought, which before I could answer that question, uh, the brain shifted to thinking well John knew his mission statement JTB he knew he knew what he was out here doing he 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 understood he he knew what he knew his he, he just knew he was about that life right that's what I was trying to get to he's about that life and Jesus knew what he had to do and he knew that you you have to think that saving John was was not in the mission statement even though he probably wanted to some would argue, I would argue, he probably wanted to. He probably was like, we got to go. But then at that time, who was Jesus? We didn't, nobody knew who he was. He didn't really have no power, at least not, not according to human standards, according to societal standards. He won't nobody as of yet. So it's like, what could he have done about it? That's the, that's the question that pops up. What could he have done about it? Then you move down to chapter, uh, or same chapter, but you move down to verse 18. Uh, on the same day, Jesus was walking along the seashore of Galilee. We ain't got time. That's where we found Peter, and they were out there fishing, right? Now, here's the thing that, that really popped up to me in this regard. Like, okay, so you got Jesus out there. He finds these dudes. He says, come follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. Now, what was Peter doing first? Throwing a net into the water for they fish for a living. Notice he didn't change his skill set. He just changed what he was working for. It's like, I'm not changing your job description. I'm just changing what you're actually doing. Does that make any sense? He's like, you're still a fisherman, but we're just changing what we're fishing for. We're not, we're not, we're no longer in the fish in the sea business, we're in the human fishing business. It's like, yeah, okay, that, that, that makes sense to you. 
And then the final point, and I'm going to get out of your hair, was where I would like to, I think, draw my, uh, well, I don't know where I draw the verse of the day from. I think it's like all over the place. We kind of put all these together. But Proverbs, wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street. She says, then we go back to to uh, Psalms. How long will you continue your lies? Don't let sin or don't buy. Don't sin by letting anger control you. That's what I was trying to say. But main, mainly don't do something stupid because you paying attention to folk that's trying to get up in your head. You know, then she says, come listen. This is going back to Proverbs. Come listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. Now, that kind of threw me like, okay, let's talk about these whistleblowers. These various commentators, why people start podcasts, why people go on, um, um, become activists. Because they see the world in a certain way. And they see that the way the world is, it is not... um, it's not beneficial to all of humanity. And they decide that, you know, you need to you need to hear the world through my view. It, it, I guess it just helps me appreciate people who who speak out on issues and who are vocal in on whatever subject matter that it is, regardless of whether or not you agree with it. It's, it's, it's commendable to see them and to to know that they're out there. That's what I'm trying to say. A prayer for the day. We'll finish with this part. Lord, when the devil tempted Jesus, your truth protected him. Plant your truth deep into the hearts of our representative. It said leaders, but I say representative. They're not my leaders. So they and our nation can enjoy your protection. I pray for our representatives that they will turn to you in times of turmoil and when deceit and lies tug at them bless them amen mr dj madam dj non-binary dj how are you doing over there it's always a good opportunity when you come around because you're representing you repping Represent, dude. I wish I could put. I wish sometimes this was a video so you could see the actions that I'm making, like he and, and all this stuff that you. But it's radio, which to me I think is a more creative way because um, you can't see it, so you have to uh, do things that can convince the people to imagine. That's in many cases what music is. It's it's imagining. It's taking lyrics and compiling it uh, complimenting it or what am I trying to say uh, merging it marrying it there we go eh, one of them we use with beats and certain tunes and the marriage of the the composition the, the lyrical and musical pieces to the lyrical and it's it's just it, it gives for a picture that you can just sit there and imagine what the artist is trying to say as we hope to do that's what mr dj ma'am dj non-binary dj does um we're 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 working this time to focus our attention on making sure that that our music collaborates together and so mr dj ma'am dj non-binary dj on behalf of no copyright sound i hear in these streets empowering creators through no copyright and royalty free music more plastic in halverson is our track of the day it speaks to what we're talking about because that track is sunrise and as you know we read and everything it's we we're looking forward to the sunrise the sunrise whether it's uh in comparison with the great flood or the sunrise in comparison to who we are and who we trying to be in our world everybody is looking for a sunrise and so more plastic and halverson is going to help us to at least 
through lyrical form, celebrate and appreciate, and most importantly, push towards that sunrise. He's going to do that. That track is going to blast in your ears right about now. Don't say we can't all just don't say another word These thoughts you've imagined aren't real, aren't adding up You fetched your ideas from nowhere, all from another world Your logic's impaired, your full picture is cropped Cause we both know that one day they just gotta try again Friends, as we take a moment, the Guinness World Records, I think I've been calling it the Guineas, it's not the Guineas, it's the Guinness World Records for 2024, a compiling of awesome sauce, people, places, and things that have, well, that have done awesome sauce, things in various places, 
orchestrated by various people. Today we want to uh, we want to start with the thing that um, I think speaks dear to many people, even though they may not necessarily agree with it. But everybody, in some cases, has a spiritualized moment. You may not have a religious moment. You may not identify with a reformation or a denomination or a certain ideology or spirituality. But we are all, in many cases, uh, products of some form of spiritual moment. I want to talk about uh, the largest prayer wheel. The largest prayer wheel known to these states or this world, should I say. Is at the Santim Hills in Dalat, Vietnam, stood three, 37.2 meters, which is 122 feet tall, almost double the height of the White House, and had a 16.53 meter or 54 foot diameter, as verified on 11 December. 2022. Uh, the 200-ton cylindrical structure is coated in 24-karat gold. It contains holy Buddha relics and more than one billion mantras. Talk about something that is really gonna help you boost your faith and your spirituality and so forth and so on also as we talked about water today which is kind of the the centerpiece of the christian faith uh the great flood that happened with noah that's what we talked about in our biblical perspective I want to talk about uh most world surfing leagues women's title uh, on 16 September 2002, Stephanie Gilmore from Austria or Australia won her eighth surfing world crown in style, battling through the top five final days at the Rip Curl WSL finals to win the event and claim the overall women's title. Gilmore surpassed Lane Beachley, a seven-time champion, on the ASP World Tour between 1998 and 2006. Shout out to our, our awesome sauce woman. Now, I thought about this because we said we were doing persons or people, places, and things. And, and, and I, I have at the mercy said well we're going to do a woman and then a man and a woman why we can't do both that was our woman of the day let's do our man of the day since we since since we were also talking going from the water to when the ocean dried and 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 the water subsided and and we were talking about uh air rat that was the mountain let's talk about climbing mountains our world, uh, our climber, if you please, Mr. Youssef. We want to talk about him. You want to know what he did? I'm going to tell you what he did as soon as I get to the page that tells me in the Guinea's Book of Records. And it, why you want to? Why you want? Why you want to do that to me? You want to make me make the people wait? That ain't what we supposed to be doing. Oh. I wrote the page down wrong. All right, cool. Youngest person to climb the seven volcanic summit. Uh, Kuwait's mountaineer, Youssef al Rifai, born 25 August 1997, climbed the highest volcanic peak on each continent by topping out Antarctica's Mount Sidley. On 22 December 2021, at the age of 24 and 119 days, he had started out six years earlier on 30 December 215 
when he summited Kilimanjaro, Kiliman, Kilimanjaro, yeah, in Tanzania. Yeah, we got that. I wonder did he climb uh, Mount Ararat? I wonder. It didn't say it in here, but I, I, I would love to. Well, let's see here. Doesn't this is climbers who the seven summits climbers who wish to stand atop the highest mountain on each continent have a choice depending on whether or not Australia is defined as a continent. The base list sends climbers to uh, Casa Chisco. Oh, yeah. OK, I'm going to do that. While other following the Mesner list must scale. Okay, so we got Asia, Everest, that's 8,848, or that's in meters. We're American, we don't read meters. 29,031 feet. In South America is Aconacaga. 22,841 feet. I did butcher that. In North America is Denali, a.k.a. Mount McKinley. 20,321 feet in Africa is Kilimanjaro, which I just butchered, 19,340 feet. In Europe is Elbrus, which is 18,510 feet. And Antarctica is Vincent Massif, 16,049 feet. And Oceania, we're not going to talk about it, but it's a pyramid. The Carzans, I told you we ain't going to do that. 16,023 feet. And in Australia, we ain't going to do that either. That's 7,310 feet. That, that's what you got to do. And that's what Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Youssef did. Climbing all them, them great mountains. Didn't say anything about uh, Mount Ararat. It's, it's a lovely thing how that just... That just doesn't seem to, to pop up here. Hmm, interesting. <sighs> Let's talk ball. We have to we have to talk sports in some ways. You know, we can't we can't just you know, not let that be a thing. Uh the largest basketball game is where we want to focus our attention. The NBA's largest attendance at a regular season game was on thirteen January. 2023, a 68,323-strong crowd packed out the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas to watch the San Antonio Spurs take on the Golden State Warriors. Of course, they packed it out. And they didn't like the outcome. At least, well, some of them didn't. You, you got to believe there was some some Steph Curry fans up in there. It was the Warriors who emerged victorious by 144 to 113. That's almost a blowout, my dude. Mm, seriously, almost a blowout. So, final thing we want to talk about in our time together, which leads to something that is very exciting. We want to talk about war. Not necessarily war, but more so warships. Because I was I was fascinated by this point. You you may or may not know this. The largest warship uh, known to these states united. The largest warship commissioned on 22 July 2017 is the Gerald R. Ford. Which is interesting because the largest warship. Named after the shortest president who really never got, I mean, was he really a legitimate president? He never got elected. Gerald R. Ford is a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier operated by the U.S. Navy, of course. The ship is 1,092 feet long and has a displacement of around 100,000 tons. When fully loaded... A hundred thousand tons when fully loaded. Hmm. The Ford state of the art systems mean that the ship and its carrier air wing can be operated by a crew that is 20 percent smaller than the preceding Nimitz class carriers. So it's a big ship. Small, you know. 
small little thing here. Um, the Journal R4, the reason why I wanted to bring that up today. Well, before I do that, let's talk about this. Longest ships by type. Oil tanker, sea-wise giant, uh, 1,504 feet. These are, these are ships that are, um, you know, in the, in the, uh, in the, in the, in the same conversation as our, and maybe not because the cruise ship harmony of the, the seas is 1,188 feet. So that's like, you know, that, oh, the largest warship. Okay. So that, that's the difference. The warship Gerald R. Ford is 1,092 feet. So we're talking about warships. Then we have a cruise ship. Then we have a container ship. Then we have an oil tanker. Then we have an ore carrier. So these are the different the different ships that are out there that are uh, that are you know doing their thing. All right, we're good. But the reason why I brought up, I wanted to conclude our conversation on awesome sauceness with the Gerald R. Ford is because number one, it it speaks to me, the Gerald R. Ford do. You know why it speaks to me? You know why I'm fascinated by the fact that the Gerald R. Ford is the biggest ship out there? Well, because the biggest ship out there deserves a home connected to well the biggest navy which is my home north virginia and that ship belongs here in norfolk and more importantly that ship uh, which was out there in the east mediter or the eastern mediterranean sea after hamas in october 7 they are uh, that aircraft carrier, the Gerald R4 we're talking about, will head back to its home port of Norfolk, Virginia. It's been gone after its first combat deployment, an eighth month cruise that began on May 2 of the statement said the Ford described by a Navy spokesman as the most adaptable and lethal combat. Mm, not only is a big ship. It's lethal platform in the world was commissioners. Okay, we know all that. We know all the different details about that. We just we know it's coming home, and we would like to uh, uh, say to all the peoples out there in our services and who who have family members who are connected to that ship that I know you were excited because we talked about you know messages and sending emails and stuff but you getting ready to, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta listen to your partners and your your kinfolk by email or text now you're gonna see them face to face just don't do nothing all right just don't do nothing crazy you know like get pregnant you know you're gonna do it but anyway guinness world records awesome sauce people places and things for this day four of month one 2023 mm, four ah we're gonna get it right might take us to june but we no don't speak that we'll get it right by monday tell yourself be be very pretentious and very act mm -hmm, say it say it by monday we're no longer gonna say 2023 we're gonna say four 2024 or just put something right there in front of you that just says 24. I don't know how you're going to do it, but just figure it out by number. You're going to figure it out by Monday. That's all that matters. All right. Mm. Well, as we uh, conclude our time together, uh, we want to talk about a few things that might have been brewing around the coffee pot this morning. These things were brought to you by our friends who write over at Morning Brew. <sighs> First of all, did you know? There was a 95-year copyright on the 1928 cartoon short Steamboat Willie in which the character first appeared. That character was Mickey Mouse. Welp, it has expired as the clock struck midnight on New Year's Eve and with it, our long comforting childhood
so don't feel bad if he starts popping up on on Pornhub and um, xxvideos.com and OnlyFans and um, yeah. Second, it's getting harder to find a new job. The Department of Labor informed the masses on 1-3-24 that the U.S. job openings fell in November, U.S. being the state's united, I like to say. They fell in November to their lowest level since March 2002-1, though at 8.79 million, there were still more jobs than before the pandemic and while it's well bad news uh, the good news is for job seekers that the data also showed that quitting jobs and layoffs have slowed so basically uh, you may not be able to get a job but nobody's losing it either so you know, there's the thing one million that's the number of battery electric vehicles sold in a 12-month period for the first time ever, thanks to people like Tesla, Elon, and all them people. Um, Rite Aid is banned from using artificial intelligence AI facial recognition technology in its stores for five years after the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, ruled on December 19, 2023, that the company failed to take reasonable precautions to prevent harm to customers. And finally, 57%. That's the percentage of British teen girls aged 16 to 18 who agree or strongly agree that they're addicted to how they face looks all over the internet. These are the things that you should think about or that will probably come up around your coffee pot today, you know. Probably has come up around your coffee pot today. And most importantly, I hope those things that we may not have mentioned that came up around your coffee pot was very informative and didn't cause your blood pressure to go sky high. You know, sometimes you can hear some stuff around your coffee pot just make you go, Rrr. things that make you go, okay, all right. All right, let's get on out your hair today. And with that, my friends, we bring our time together to a close. And you know how I bring my, my time with you to a close. I like to do so by thanking you. On behalf of the platform which you've chosen to consume this, I thank you. And ask that you do, as we talked about earlier, making sure that you've done everything that's necessary to get these pieces of business each and every time they are released to the internet. That would be awesome sauce. But the second thing that I'd like to thank you for is because you care for your friends and your family. Because you share with your communities. And most importantly, because you pray. Not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, but civilized and uncivilized nations. Russia, Japan, China, Syria, Rocket Man over there in North Korea, all those places that we have been trained and conditioned to feel that they are our enemy. But you, no, 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 no. You have looked beyond the politics. You've looked beyond the silliness. You've looked beyond the bickering and the partisanship. And you've seen the human. They're humans on that field. They're humans on that field. That bloodthirsty field known as battle and so i pray i thank you because you're praying you know i can still say happy new year they told me a long time ago now uh this little thing that i read told me that uh old man uh larry david said it i don't know who larry david is he might be one of the people that started it and i just never knew oh yeah that's why i want to say never knew i never knew who was behind. But I could say happy new year. All the way to January 7th. So that's another three days here. All the way to Sunday. I could say happy new year. So I'm going to say that. I would like to wish you. Because I don't think I have yet. And I apologize for not doing though. So. But I guess though works there too. I promise for not doing so. I apologize for not doing so. May I wish you.
a happy new year. And we will do this again, Lord willing, and that damn crick. You know we got to think about that crick and pray it don't rise. Until then, from me and mine, unto you and yours. Once again, so I can catch up for the other, the other days that I didn't say it. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Laters.